Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. I'm Lindsay Heck. And I'm Eric Garrison. And today, it's just Eric and I. We wanted to talk a little bit about things we've been noticing lately. Between the two student groups that we work with, the multiple students across our campus, we really noticed that... There's been a, a few folks that seem like they're starting to check out at this point in the semester, which we've noticed this in times past, but this is really unique this spring 2021 as that's layered on top of that endless midterm time and, and that sense of the pandemic ongoing. And, and it's not just students. We're seeing this with our faculty and staff colleagues as well. Community. So, absolutely. Yeah, I think it seems like people are really ready for a break. We're approaching the finish line. We've got a few more weeks to go. So, Eric, what what is that difference that is allowing some folks to move on a little bit more successfully right now? Well, you know, I think first and foremost, if someone is is facing a challenge right now with their mental health, that's that's something different than what we can discuss today. And they, they need to seek those support services for that. But, you know, a great deal of this is just about perseverance, just, you know, getting through when you feel like, I don't have the resources, I don't have the energy, I don't have the time. So we are seeing that piece. And it, it, it makes us feel helpless, not hopeless, but helpless. And when it's so easy to throw the towel in, why choose to persevere? You know, I'm thinking about a podcast we had a couple of weeks ago with Kelly Crace where he talked about decisions that are like hard and right. And the decision to, to persevere, it's it's a right decision, but it's also hard. So we're just dealing with the hardness as far as that goes. And it can be incredibly hard, almost to the sense like I was saying that it's overwhelming. But then there's another benefit to pushing through, and that's the more we push through in these situations, because, you know, we're going to face adversity, Lindsay, for the rest of our lives, no matter how old we are, whether it's another pandemic or a financial piece. But the important thing is every time we push through in one of these situations, it prepares us for the next time. We can recall those skills. We can remember our, our feelings, that self-validation that we had, and it just helps us get through again. And for students who have had a few weeks left or, or staff who have impending deadlines, how exactly do we push through? Well, you know, there's like four or five things that I would recommend. A lot of it is self-reflection and reconsideration, repurposing, rethinking. The first one I would say is, you know, to reevaluate your goals. So let's say you are a student and you were told you have a paper now and it's, it's 15 to 20 pages. And you've known this for the whole semester. You know, when you hear something like 15 to 20, can you go for the 15 instead of the 20? That's an important thing to consider. It's also really important to, to reevaluate your resources. What have you already done? So maybe you need to read five books to write this thing, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, it's a five-book paper. Well, you know what? You forgot that you've already read three of those. So, you know, reassess that piece. That's really important. Thinking about your timeline. That's probably one of the most important things that you can do is to figure out, okay, what is a reasonable end goal based on when it's actually due? So if I had something due the 17th of May, I would move a deadline up for myself, let's say the 13th or 14th. And based on that, it gives me some bumper time. I would come up with a halfway point between now and, you know, the 14th of May. And I should be halfway done by then and then a quarter of the way before that and so on and so forth. So today's task might just be to read a couple paragraphs in a book and that's it. You know, we need to think about our support network. We might have started the semester off with a really strong and robust support network. Now, because our friends and colleagues, our staff members are overwhelmed themselves, my 
30-person support network might be down to five. And that's okay. But I need to figure out where are those five people then and how much are they willing to support me? Because some I might need as a chairing section. Others, it's like, you know what? Michael's really good at math. So when I'm done with my data, I'm going to ask if Michael can look at my data when I'm done. The last thing I think that's, that's vital is, you know, we need to re rethink our standard of our, our end. So rather than going for, you know, a 10 or an A plus 100, you know, I think about Catherine Rowe when she says things like, don't strive for perfect, just strive for awesome. So while I'm not going to be able to have a perfect paper or a perfect report for my boss or whatever those other pieces might be, how awesome can I do that in the time that's remaining? And that's very possible. That's very possible. I think that's wonderful advice. And we have a community that places really high expectations on themselves. And I, I think it's always good to have the reminder to be gentle with yes. ourselves at this time. And, you know, we, we do face adversity throughout our lives. Every generation has faced adversity. There are people here who lived through HIV. There are people who, here who lived through 9-11 or, or other things. So, you know, look to the people around you and say, hey, how did you get through that thing? Because when we talk intergenerationally, we realize that, yes, there might be a group of people that was never in college during a SARS pandemic, yet they still might have gone through some things that allowed them to persevere. And that advice could help you as well. And that doesn't make it less difficult as you're experiencing that moment in time. But I think it's really important to recognize the lessons that we learn that we carry on with us into the future and also the knowledge from the experience that we've had, how we're able to use that to have an impactful experience for everyone who comes next. And also remembering that this is a challenging time, but this isn't a moment that's going to last forever. We're going to work through it and get through it with high hopes of coming out better on the other side. Absolutely. And that's that's the goal is can we be better at the end than we were when we started? Even if it's just 1% better, can we be better at the end than where we started? I think that's great. So to our community, just a reminder that we're here to support you. And if you need to reach out with us, you can connect at wellness at wm.edu. And we're happy to connect you with resources that you might be seeking or need some some help with. And I've heard you drop a couple words that I love, seeking support. Seeking sensible support shows strength. It is never a weakness to ask for assistance. Never a weakness. I'd like to thank my co-host, Lindsay Heck. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, United Healthcare, for the support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Brittany Emmons, Colin Cross, Jenny Hellman-Dollar, Ben Heath, Daria Moody, and myself, Eric Garrison. 